أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد الله سبحانه وتعالى gave us the tawfiq to reach this 22nd night of Ramadan Allah Ta'ala fill it with blessings and Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala fill it with openings and Allah Ta'ala fill it, fill it with, with, with His mercy and Allah Ta'ala write for all of us that we are manumitted, and are manumitted from the slavery of the fire and that we are, our sentences are commuted and that uh, we are pardoned uh, from the indictment that, that stands against all of us. Allah Ta'ala give all of those things to us by His fadl and His mercy. So today we read the Hikaya of uh, Sultan Mahmud and Ayaz. Uh, Sultan Mahmud uh, being the Sultan, the legendary uh, Turkic conqueror, Mahmud al-Ghaznavi. Uh, 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 Ghazni is a, a, a city, a metropolis of uh, Central Asia, Khurasan, which is uh, uh, located in the the current nation-state of Afghanistan. And Sultan Mahmud was a great warrior and a great conqueror and a great mujahid in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, he was the one who uh, conquered uh, a great portion of, uh, of Hind. And he was the one who destroyed the Somnath idol. Uh, the Somnath idol was a, 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 an idol in a, a huge temple complex of the uh, Hindu god Shiva um, and it was so huge that it literally took the army uh, uh, three days to break it into pieces and in fact as is known that this was the custom of our forefathers may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless them and reward them in the highest level of Jannah uh, they were people of Haq and they were people who wherever they went to they, they took the Haq with them and they weren't perfect people but uh, Allah ta'ala honored them by uh, giving them the title of, of, of idol breakers. This is, uh, Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi was uh, literally called the Butch Shikan, uh, the, the, the Persian expression meaning idol breaker. And uh, he, uh, you know, he, that, that idol was so huge in those days when they used to break these huge idols, the likes of which there are very few nowadays left. Um, they, didn't, they didn't just uh, trash them. Rather, there was so much stone that went into making those idols um, they did like uh, 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 the army of the Qutbuddin Aybek, uh, uh, in which our Sheikh uh, uh, Khaja uh, uh, Qutbuddin Bakhtiar Kaki, he, uh, he was in his army. So what they did was those idols, some of them, they literally, they, they broke the idols into blocks and they used those blocks in order to make their masajid. And there's currently in Dili, which is a, a metropolis of this ummah, and it pains me and it grieves me uh, uh, greatly to see that um, one of the evil parts of the aftermath of the, uh, the, the partition of India and Pakistan was the systematic uh, uh, eviction of Muslims from the areas around Delhi, uh, which was a city that was completely built and its traditions for centuries were uh, those of our forefathers of the Muslims. Um, within that city, there still is a masjid, the original masjid that was built by uh, Qutbuddin Aybek, uh, 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 called the Quwatul Islam Masjid, the the uh, literally meaning the power of Islam. 
that much of that masjid was actually built from broken uh, parts of idols that were made into uh, made into blocks. And some of the, the blocks, actually, if you pull them out of their place and flip them around, you can still see the frescoes and the pictures and the paintings uh, and the carvings uh, in them. And that's what that's what Allah Ta'ala gave our forefathers the tawfiq to do, is to, to uh, uh, take the deen with them and take the tawheed of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala with them wherever they went. And, uh, you know, I guess modern sensibility is going to say, you know, speak ill of such people and say, oh, they're very intolerant and they're this and that and the other thing. Uh, my brothers and sisters on the Day of Judgment, whoever saved a person from worshipping a monkey or a cow or a piece of wood or a piece of stone, uh, that person deserves to be thanked. That person is not going to. Uh, uh, that person is not going to be mocked or jeered at in front of the Lord, Jalla Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ghayra, that no one should be worshipped other than him. And uh, such a person will be loved by Allah ta'ala. They will not be uh, subject to the same modern uh, liberal sensibilities. And uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, let us remember that when we make our decisions. So Sultan Mahmud Ghaznavi, rahimahullah tabarak wa ta'ala, uh, who, who was this legendary Turkic warrior king, who carved out this huge empire and was known to be just a very fearsome personality. He had a, a very humble slave who was in his who was in his retinue and who was in the service of his house by the name of Ayaz. And uh, the slave was of a very good and pious disposition and he was very loyal to his master. And people who accumulate great amounts of wealth and great amounts of power they oftentimes are surrounded by highly insincere people. And so uh, the, the king, he loved his uh, uh, the slave Ayaz because of his sincerity toward him. And uh, the love and the friendship that they had for one another was so legendary, it became a, a mithal, it became a, 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 a kind of a, a, a likeness by which uh, friendship can be, uh, a metaphor for friendship can be made. Uh, and so um, there are some lessons from the path, uh, from the spiritual path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which uh, Mulana Jaladin Rumi, who himself was from Balkh, uh, which is a, a, a city also in, in, in Afghanistan, in the last days of Balkh before it was desolated by the Mongols. Mulana Rumi took that old uh, uh, cultural and civilizational tradition with him and saved it. Uh, uh, from being completely ruined once the Mongols destroyed Balkh. He took it with him to Anatolia where it could be saved and preserved and propagated. Um, the best of the, the, the spiritual tradition of, of that culture. Because you have to remember these cities were established and conquered and set by the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. And so many of the people, even though they're far away from the central lands of Islam, because these places uh, uh, you know, weren't constantly in turmoil, and constantly in war and whatnot. So oftentimes they preserve uh, in some of these far-flung places, even the places that are not Arabic-speaking places, they preserve certain customs of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum that you're not going to find even in the central lands because of the great amount of upheaval and turmoil and change that, that that's taken place in those places. So at any rate, so we read today the hikayah uh, of a particular story of the Sultan uh, Mahmud Ghaznavi and his slave Ayaz. One day, Sultan Mahmud called together the officials of his government with the aim of testing their intelligence. He took out a pearl from his treasury and first of all handed it to the chief minister and questioned him. What is the value of this pearl? How much can it be sold for? The wazir, 
meaning the chief minister, replied, Sir, this pearl is of great value. It is more valuable than 200 donkeys laden with gold. The king ordered, I command you to crush this pearl into pieces. The wazir replied, I will not destroy this valuable pearl. I have the welfare of your treasury at heart, and to crush this valuable gem would amount to disrespect on my part. The king applauded this reply and rewarded him with a royal robe of honor. The king then took the pearl from the wazir and handed it to another, one of his court officials, and asked him to determine the price of the pearl. That court official replied, Sir, this precious pearl is more valuable than half of your kingdom. May God protect this pearl. The king also commanded him to crush the pearl into small pieces. He replied, Sir, my hands cannot move to destroy this valuable pearl. To destroy this pearl would amount to enmity toward your treasury. The king praised him profusely for his reply and also rewarded him with a royal robe of honor. In this manner, one by one, the king called 65 officials from his government, and every one of them followed the example set by the chief minister. The king praised each one of them and also rewarded them with a royal robe of honor. After he had tested all the official officials, the king now called Ayaz and handed the pearl to him and said, O oh, Ayaz, every one of my officials have seen the pearl. You also have a look at it, radi- at it you also have a look at its radiant light, and tell me what is its value. Ayaz replied, Sir, whatever ma- value I am going to mention, this pearl will be worth much more than that. The king ordered, quickly crush this valuable gem into pieces. Ayaz knew the king's temperament and immediately realized the king was putting him to a test. He broke the valuable pearl into small pieces and did not pay any attention toward receiving any royal robe as a reward. As he broke the pearl into pieces, all the officials began creating a loud noise so that the king's court, in the king's court a commotion took place. The minister of state uttered, By Allah, this man is a disbeliever and an ungrateful one, showing no regard for a valuable gem belonging to you. Ayaz replied, Respected brothers, is the command of the king more valuable or is the pearl more valuable? O people, in your sight, the pearl is more valuable than the king's command. I will not remove my sight from the importance of the king's command like a mushrik in, and like a mushrik turned toward the pearl. To remove my sight from the king and turn it toward the pearl means performing shirk in the love and the obedience of the king. Ayaz said, Respected sirs, is the command of the king more valuable or the pearl? I shall not move my sight from the king, and I will not turn my sight to the pearl like a mushrik. O you unworthy ones, the actual pearl was the king's command. All of you broke down the pearl of the king's command. When Ayaz explained the secret to all the ministers who were jealous of his closeness to the king, they became humiliated and disgraced uh, by his understanding and his success. Moana uh, Hakim Akhtar Saab, uh, in his commentary on this hikaya, uh, says, in this story we learn that the command comes before respect. Al-amru fawq al-adab. That command comes before the respect. Before respect, It means that when a command is given by the king, and Allah Ta'ala, one of his names is Al-Malik, that he is the true king. Al-Malik al-Haq. When the command co- is given by the king, the correct line of action is to obey the command. Ayaz had personal love for the Sultan Mahmud, whereas the ministers and courtiers were in love with their own positions, rank, and wealth. The understanding and rational reasoning which Ayaz displayed was an outflow of his love for the Sultan. This love teaches us its own manner of adab. When 
it, this love teaches us its own manner of adab. This is a person, the people who love Allah Ta'ala, they have their own adab with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And it's interesting that, that you know, even the, the, the wording that, that's in the hikayah is that the, the chief minister, when gasping at the destruction of this pearl, uh, he actually literally called he called the Ayaz a disbeliever for destroying the the pearl, and uh, uh, and 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 Ayaz rather than you know going fiqh on him and being like well this is not kufr you know I just broke a pearl and like a person doesn't leave Islam except for by disbelieving the thing that uh, brought him into it in the first place destroying property and vandalism worst case scenario it's a sin but it's not it's not kufr. Instead of going the fiqh route, what did he say? He rolled with that that uh, that analogy, and he said that the love of the king, the love of the king, is the actual object of value, not the pearl. And if I had looked at the pearl and its value and put it in front of the love of the king, then I would have been a mushrik in that case, right? So you called me a disbeliever. He said what you did is closer to shirk than what I did. And this is something to remember for all those people who go down the spiritual path, which is what. Sometimes if you obey Allah Ta'ala's hukum and his command, other people will look at you and say, oh, you're crazy, you're stupid, you look crazy. You, they'll tell the sisters you dress like, a, like a, you know, like you in, live in Afghanistan. And they'll say to the brothers, oh, you look like Taliban and whatever and ISIS. And they'll tell the, they'll tell the you know, people, oh, you have a backwards religion and medieval and this and that, patriarchal, blah, blah, blah. All the other kind of stupid like cuss words that they make up for the people of deen, and oftentimes many of the people who will say those things, they also themselves uh, uh, claim to be Muslims, or they also themselves are at least legally in the hukum of being a Muslim. Many of them will be your relatives, many of them will be people who, you know, you would have expected better from, but they'll gasp when you uh, follow the command of the king, Jalla wa Allah, and, uh, 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 you know, their heart will be more attached to the pearl than it is with the, with the, 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 the king. Uh, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, and you know you have to ask yourself sure Allah ta'ala may forgive a great number of people on the day of judgment but would you rather be your maqam with Allah ta'ala be like the maqam of ayaz with the, with, with the sultan or would you rather be like the courtiers with the sultan it's plain to see the person who really loves Allah ta'ala which, uh, uh, which, which maqam is, is closer and better and superior and more worthy of adulation, and more worthy of praise, and more worthy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's love as well. This is true understanding and knowledge is not derived through the intellect. It is created out of love. Right? This is, this is that, that, that he says that the understanding and rational reasoning which Ayaz had displayed was an out, outflow for his love for the Sultan. This love teaches its own manner of adab. This true understanding and knowledge is not derived through the intellect, rather it is created out of love. That if love drives the intellect, then the intellect will be a wonderful servant and it will take the heart to the thing that it wants. And if the intellect is in the driver's seat and, the, and, and uh, 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 then afterward the heart claims that it has love, it doesn't have love. Love doesn't work that way. Love doesn't take a back seat to anything else. And uh, 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 Moana Hakim Akhtar brings a, like a real like, like punch in the gut like uh, 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 example for the, the, the point he's making. He says the true understanding and knowledge is not derived through the intellect. It is created out of love. Note that Shaitan himself was a rational being and not a being filled with love. For this reason, he objected the, to the command of Allah 
the ruler of all rulers, whereas it would have been only proper that when an order came from Allah, it should have been immediately implemented. The result of his action was that he was banished from the court of Allah. On the other hand, Nabi Adam and Hawa were lovers of Allah Ta'ala. When they committed a mistake, they did not feel any disgrace in admitting their fault to Allah. Together with admitting their fault before their beloved one, uh, they busied themselves with gaining his pleasure by shedding tears and they prayed for his pardon. And look at the, the way the Quran describes, Allah Ta'ala describes in Surah, Surah, Surah Al-Baqarah, it was so few words. This is, فَتَلَقَّ آدَمُ مِن رَبِّهِ كَلِمَاتٍ فَتَابَ عَلَيْهِ that Adam, he, he, he put forth a few words uh, uh, and turned toward him in repentance. And so Allah Ta'ala accepted his repentance. Indeed, he is often uh, accepting repentance uh, and he is the most merciful. That all, that's all it was. The difference between shaitan and between insan is that both of them had an intellect, but one of them, the intellect was the driver and the other one, uh, 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 the intellect was the driver and there was no love underneath it because love doesn't take a backseat to anything. And the second one, uh, uh, they had an intellect and they had love and the love directed the intellect. And you can see how out of the two of them, which, which outcome is more rational, going to Jahannam forever or uh, going to Jannah forever? Right, so even the intellect it outsmarts itself, uh, which is not very rational. It's very funny that there are a lot of people who have shaitanic, uh, 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 shaitanic uh, 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 inclinations, and they say, "Oh, look, I'm just acting rationally." It's going to Jahannam forever is not rational. Oh, I'm just acting rationally. What you're going to keep making money your whole life, and that's rational. What are you going to take the money with you in your grave? What once uh, your company, mashallah, corners the market and takes all this money after having polluted the entire earth and polluted all the air and all the water and poisoned all the land and poisoned all the children? What uh, is that? Is that money somehow useful for you? The intellect itself, when it grows and turns into a monster, uh, it will end up making you miserable and making everybody else miserable with you, which is what shaitan's job is. That I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Jahannam and I'm gonna take as many of these uh, 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 morons with me uh, as I can. And uh, uh, what is the, the 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 answer of love? The love of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will uh, not only preserve the intellect, but it will itself guide the intellect too. Uh, the place where it's going to benefit itself and benefit others, uh, which is uh, Allah's rida and, and Jannah and His happiness and His toba and His rahmah. And it's it's interesting to note right now, Imam Junaid rahimahullah tabarak wa ta'ala, he, uh, once, uh, he once had the thought that I wanted to meet shaitan. I wanted to meet Iblis and see what is this, what is, who is this uh, character, you know, and like what he did. And so one day he uh, he actually... Uh, he actually met the met Iblis, and uh, uh, he 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 said, "Can I ask you a question?" And uh, uh, Iblis said, "Go ahead." He goes, uh, "He goes, what drove you to, what drove you to not make sajda in front of Adam when Allah Taala told you all of this could have been resolved very easily, uh, instead of uh, you know instead of all the difficulty that we all have to go through and blah blah blah, you know all these all, all this uh, you know you're going to be punished and." There's really, it doesn't make any sense that outcome, you know, that came from your refusing to obey Allah's command. And so Iblis said, uh, how can I, uh, uh, how can I make sajda in front of a created thing instead of making sajda in front of the creator? And Imam Junaid, rahimahullah ta'ala, his, 
his intellect uh, uh, kind of took a look into the abyss, the precipice uh, uh, and the abyss that uh, uh, that was offered by Iblis's answer that how can I make a, a sajda in front of something that's created? And he said, no, I'm not jumping into this. And so he said, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajeem, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajeem, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajeem. And uh, shaytan ran uh, uh, in pain from, from, from him. Meaning what? You're, you're the one who's saying, oh, I'm championing Tawheed and I'm a great, you know, like I love the Tawheed of Allah so much so that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, uh, not make sajda in front of Adam. Allah is the one, if you would really love Tawheed, then Allah is the one who commanded you to make the sajda and he's the one who made that sajda, not an act of worship at that point. And uh, if you think that you can dictate to him how you worship him, then you don't worship him in the first place at all. Um, and this is this is something that people, I guess, they, they, they lose sight of. Why? Because the mind may be filled with a hundred ideas and the nafs may, and the ego and the intellect, all of them may f- think very well and highly of themselves. But if there's no love inside of the heart, then uh, it's like a car th- that has like a, a randomly rotating station, you know, steering wheel. It could have a wonderful engine. It could have wonderful fuel economy. It could have uh, a good AC and stereo system that you can listen to all of your halal nasheeds on. And it could have every single feature, Italian leather from, you know, halal slaughtered uh, Italian cows or whatever. It could have everything in it. But if you cannot steer it in a direction that's going to be of any benefit to you, what's the point? You're just going to end up, you just end up crashing it somewhere or you're going to go somewhere where you didn't want to go in the first place or you didn't intend to go in the first place. And uh, there's no point to that. There's no benefit to that at all. And if you had a real intellect, which was in check rather than out of control, then that would have been uh, uh, clear for everyone to see. But there are many people who their intellect is completely like uh, out of control and uh, it's so smart it ends up fooling itself. So for this reason, he objected to the command of the king of kings, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whereas it would have only been proper that when an order came from Allah, it should have been immediately implemented. The result of his action was that he was banished from the court of Allah. On the other hand, Sayyidina Adam and Hawa were lovers of Allah. When they committed a mistake, they did not feel any disgrace in admitting their fault to Allah. Thereafter, with admitting their fault before their beloved one, they busied themselves with gaining his pleasure by shedding tears as they prayed for his pardon. In this story, there is a further lesson of the magnitude of the divine command which should be carried out without any hesitation. The relationship between Sultan Mahmud and Ayaz was a relationship between master and slave. Our relationship with Allah Ta'ala is even greater and even deeper. Every atom of our bodies was created by him, reared by him, and owned by him. He has such an ownership over us. Uh, wherein no one else shares that ownership with him. Muslims are uh, 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 are commanded to struggle in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In jihad, remember that the kuffar, the disbelievers, are also Allah's creation and also Allah's bounty in rearing, and Allah's bounties in rearing them is also provided for them just as it is provided for the believers. O Allah, you are kind that from your unseen treasury you provide sustenance to the non-believers as well. But when the command is given to struggle in the path of Allah Ta'ala, it would be inappropriate to think about shedding the blood of so many people for whose fostering and nourishment the heavens and the earth, the sun and the moon and the stars and the clouds, the east and the west, the south and the north, the air, the sea, the mountains, and the services of thousands of machines and factories uh, uh, and laborers and animals were utilized. It would be wrong to consider 
going out in the path of Allah Ta'ala in which the destruction of uh, so much who's fostering and rearing and continued life on earth and provision had been made by Allah Ta'ala that he saddled the whole creation for their services. Now in going out in the path of Allah Ta'ala, those very same people for whom so much provision has been made uh, is now being destroyed within minutes and seconds. Now there will be no time for hesitation because the order of Allah Ta'ala has come in the face of uh, 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 has come, and in the face of Allah's command, the whole world has no value whatsoever. When the command of Allah Ta'ala comes, the demand is that, uh, 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 that the enemy should be struck, for they are enemies of Allah Ta'ala fighting against the believers. Without the command of the Sharia, it is a crime to even drink water. And when the fatwa is given to strive in the path of Allah, path of Allah Ta'ala, it may also be obligatory to destroy Obviously, this is a uh, uh, this is written in, in a context, so don't go and join any stupid nut job group. Um, this is you know whatever weird groups causing facade in the backwoods of Syria and Iraq and whatever. This is in the context of a sovereign state. Um, uh, in a sovereign state, this book was probably written in the in the days when the uh, uh, when Afghanistan was being invaded by the Russians. And, uh, uh, you know, the people got banded together both from that country and from other countries uh, in the Muslim world and other places as well um, in order to defend those innocent people against the, the, the advent of, uh, of the communist invader and colonizer. Um, so, but the idea is, this is not to get into a political squabble, but the point is that just like that pearl is precious, in a certain time, uh, it's appropriate to uh, it's appropriate to protect its worth, uh, but in another time, it's actually appropriate to destroy it when the command of the uh, when the command of the Lord comes. Uh, that there are certain times when destruction may also be uh, from the the divine command, and a person just has they shouldn't hesitate to protect that which Allah Taala has protected. They also should not uh, hesitate when it's time to destroy the thing that Allah Ta'ala commanded uh, to be destroyed. Uh, and this is not a green light for anyone to join uh, any kind of weird group that operates outside of the parameters of the Sharia, outside of the sovereign state and outside of the uh, just struggle in the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. And you can call your uh, local mufti or your local uh, reputed ulama in order to tell what the difference is between one and the other. In this story, Mulana Rumi told us of one general law uh, through which a person can have his bondage from disobedience and from going astray. Uh, uh, a person can save uh, himself from the bondage of disobedience and going astray. All those desires which are contrary to Allah's wishes, no matter how valuable, how pleasurable, how beautiful they may appear to us, the true lover of Allah Ta'ala and the, the courageous one should never act in accordance to those desires. In fact, they should readily crush the pearl of their desires with the stone of Allah's command. Neither should they cast an evil glance uh, uh, at, the, uh, uh, at a beautiful face that they were commanded not to look at. Uh, um, nor should they look at a strange woman even though there is danger from them uh, 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 losing uh, their lives uh, from averting their gaze and looking away. Uh, MashaAllah, Yusuf Karan writes in brackets that the first accidental gaze is forgiven. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to uh, have the courage in order to sever the bonds of, of disobedience and to put our love 
for Allah Ta'ala in a superior and a supreme place inside of our heart uh, over our intellect so that the intellect can serve it well and not to put the intellect over the love so that the intellect can destroy both itself and the love as well. Allah Ta'ala give all of us so much tawfiq wa sallallahu ta'ala wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.